third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investments goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 refer to recommendations made by MMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at MMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. MMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting MMWKM Advisors LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. We are in the money, the skies are sunny, and old man recession, old man pandemic, I think that financially you are through, you have done us wrong. Well, hello, hello, hello everybody, and welcome back to Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. And this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about the stock market, inflation, social security, estate planning, income taxes, you name it, we talk about it and we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff. And this week's going to be no exception because we have an absolutely boring financial show for you lined up, and I can't wait to get into it. But before we go one step further, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Morayf, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. I love it. You have no idea how much I do, Jack. I love it beyond, beyond words. And uh, all of the ideas that we talk about on this show, these are the very same ideas that we talk about with our beloved and most valued clients. And we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And if that is you, then you know what? You are one of the most wonderful people in the entire universe. You're about to embark on your second childhood without parental supervision. How fun is that? You've worked your whole life for this. And we want to help facilitate that. We want you to have your money last as long as you do. And we want you to have financial peace of mind. How much better than that does it get? So that's what this show is all about. And you know what? Barron's recently named moi, your faithful host, one of the top 100 financial advisors. And actually, they did so eight years in a row. Mind-boggling. I can't believe it. But again, without our beloved and most valued clients, we'd be nowhere. So all you clients, we love you. We thank you. We are so appreciative. Let me go over with you what we're going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. So first of all, we're going to talk about, if you have been watching the news, I'm surprised that this has not been a bigger part of the news. And that is that China and Russia are locking down entire parts of their country because of this new variant of the, of the virus. And kids, they're usually about two months ahead of us. The Delta variant started over there, came over here. The original COVID-19 came from there to, to here. So 
what should we make of that? Well, I titled the first segment of the show, Get Ready for a Rough Winter. So I'm going to go over with you my thoughts and comments on that. Now, also, one of the things that, uh, you know, I was uh, interviewed by Business Insider, which is a uh, uh, financial publication, uh, and they were asking me about the difference between, you know, what, what, or, or rather I should say whether a Roth IRA and a Roth 401k was good for somebody who was retired or retiring soon. And I thought, wow, what a great question to answer on the air. So I'm going to give you the very same answers that we gave to a Business Insider and save you the trouble of actually going and reading the article. You're going to get it here right now. It's going to be really awesome. <laughs> now, also, one of the questions, uh, one of the areas that I would say in almost every client meeting that we talk about is Social Security, when to take it, how to take it, all that kind of stuff. And one of the questions, you know, we generally, not always, but generally recommend to clients that they delay claiming their Social Security benefits. And uh, now, again, not everyone. They're, everybody's situation is different, so we want to look at that. But generally speaking, so the question I've, I've been, I, I got is uh, why should I delay claiming Social Security? Because the amount of Social Security you're going to get, the way they've done it is the total dollars you get are the same over your lifetime. So if you start at 62, they pay you less, but they pay you longer. You start at 66, they pay you more, but they pay you shorter. You start at 70, they pay you even more, but even shorter, because you're going to not live forever. And so the amount of dollars you're going to get from Social Security is the same. But yet, so if that's the case, then, then why delay claiming if I'm going to get the same dollars? A very good question, and I will answer it later on in the show. Now, you know what? Also, foundationally to our to our firm, manage their money for them. And uh, when we do that, we want your money to last as long as you do. That's our, that's our uh, objective. And we believe that growth is important, but protecting your principal is even more important. Because for most of our clients, you know, they, they draw from their investments to cover their cost of living, and you don't want the engine that's driving that to get smashed in the next bear market. And so uh, I've, I've used this before. Uh, this is uh, Donald Rumsfeld, the former Secretary of Defense, and he said that uh, when you go to war, and, and actually, you know, he had investing down, even though he wasn't talking about investing, he was talking about going to war, but he talked about the known known, the known unknown, and the unknown unknown, and I've talked about this before, but I want to bring it into the context of something else I've talked about before, which is that hurricanes also come. And preparing for those is important, and therefore preparing for a financial hurricane is important. So I was thinking about it this morning, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to blend those two together. I'm going to blend them together for you, folks. We're going to put them in the blender, turn it on high, and it's going to go, and what comes out is going to be a thing of beauty. And you want to stay tuned for that because we're going to talk about that later on in the show. Now, you know what, Jack? Most shows would stop right there. Most shows would say, if we did just that, we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. Somebody stop me. No, 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 no. Don't you dare stop me because do we stop right there? No, we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before and therefore at about 10 till. We will have our estate tip of the week. And this week we're going to talk about do you need a living trust? Yeah, I'm going to answer that question. Can you believe it's unbelievable. I'm in awe of that. We're going to answer that question. Who who would think that we would do that on this show, but we're going to do it. Yes, sir. Do you need a living trust? Who needs it? And we're going to go over all that with you later on in the show. So I want to dive I want to dive into all of this 
But I also want to pick up on something I said in last week's show, and that is that, you know, all this stuff about being a grandfather, it stinks, okay? I've lost my wife. She's gone. And so, you know, a week ago, two weeks ago, she just vanished. She, she, my alarm clock goes off at 6.30 in the morning. She's standing by the bed, and she goes, I'm leaving. And I was like, leaving? <laughs> We're getting a divorce? No. Our grandchild lives about two and a half hours away, and so she says, I'm leaving, I'm driving, I'm going to go there because I want, you know, I'm going to help our daughter take care of the baby. And I was like, and when will you be back? And this was a Wednesday. She goes, I'll be back Sunday. Well, at least in that situation, she gave me about 13 seconds notice. Well, three days ago, my alarm clock, as always, goes off at 6.30. I'm barely awake. Five minutes after that, my phone rings, and it's my wife. And I'm like, my wife is calling me? So I say, Faye? And she goes, yeah, I just want to let you know, I'm about an hour out from the grandchild, and uh, so you're in charge of the cats and the dog. And I was like, what? So she had to have left at like five in the mo- 4 in the morning or 4.30 or something. And, and so here's my revenge. You're right. I'm not that exciting anymore. The baby's got me beat. But here's my revenge. My wife will not let me eat spaghetti. She thinks it has gluten, causes, uh, you know, inflammation, and inflammation gives you arthritis and Alzheimer's and all these terrible things. So she won't let me eat spaghetti, but it's my favorite food in the world. So guess what I did when she was visiting with that grandchild of ours? I ate spaghetti every single night. You like apples? How about them apples? Yes, I got my revenge. Anyway, let's talk about get ready for a rough winter. So we've got a lot of things that are coalescing right now that I think, or we think, that are are going to create some uh, volatility, all of which I'm going to say in advance we believe would be a buying opportunity. One is, of course, what I mentioned already, and that is that there's another variant on this stupid pandemic. And, uh, you know, China's shutting down entire provinces, Russia is shutting down half their country, all this kind of stuff is happening. That will probably come our way as well, just like the Delta variant did. Oh, I'm so scared. That, <laughs> that will also then cause some fear, yes, and uh, people will sell because, oh my gosh, you know, the economy is going to tank and people are going to die and all this kind of stuff like the Delta variant. And, and in fact, people did die. I'm not making light of that. Um, but we have to compound that. We've got oil prices and heat, heating prices have skyrocketed with all this inflation that we have. And so you're going to have people who also can't afford to pay their rent. You're going to have people who can't afford to, buy their, uh, to pay for their electricity. It's going to be a rough, rough winter, I think. And uh, so it's going to cause a lot of volatility in the market and in my view. But I don't think it's a reason to panic and sell. And here's why. We have way more people that are vaccinated now than we did before. So therefore, we have that. Also, we've had, what is this? I don't know how many scares this is, but we're kind of getting, it's kind of, we're getting used to these scares. So, you know, as things happen over and over again, you start to get used to them and you see, well, it didn't destroy the economy last time or the time before, so it's probably not going to be this time either. So that's going to mute the response to this. Uh, So there are a variety of factors that even though it is going to be a very rough winter and we think it's going to be a rough ride and a lot of volatility, um, we still believe that uh, we're going to see new all-time highs heading into next year. Now, having said that, I'm going to talk later on about the unknown unknown and the known unknown, and uh, you always have to worry about that. And for that, we believe you need to have a strategy. 
In fact, I was on uh, the uh, 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 TD Advisor Network. It's a TV show uh, this morning, as a matter of fact. And uh, they were asking me, you know, what do you do about all this if you think that this uh, possibility of a bear market is always out there? And I said, you have to prepare for it. You have to have a plan and a discipline that you stick to that you are ready for when this is coming. And we do. It's called invest and protect. It's the same strategy that told us to sell last year just before the pandemic and the big drop in the market and all of that happened. And it, it is designed to help mitigate the downside, to protect you. We believe that growth is important, but protection of principle is even more important. you got to live to fight another day. You can't get crushed in a 2008 or a Y2K or whatever, and then you can't retire or you, you can't stay retired. So go to our website. It's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com, and you can sign up to attend uh, seminars we have. You can visit with one of our retirement planners. We have lots of resources available to you to protect your retirement. So go to rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to talk about our Roth IRA and Roth 401ks good for you. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayfe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack, and I am Senior Retirement Planner and Founder of Retirement Planners of America, and we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. We work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. Yeah, and if that's you, man, you are about to embark on the best time of your life. I'm telling you. It's, uh, you know, being, being retired is, uh, is, we call it your second childhood without parental supervision. So you get to go play, you get to go have fun, and you don't have your parents, like, making you come home at, nine, at midnight or whatever. You can stay out late if you want. <laughs> uh, and so it's a wonderful time of your life, but it is also a part, uh, financially, a time of your life that uh, you're probably not as familiar with as you are the stuff that you've been doing for the last 20 or 30 years. And, you know, it's a paradigm shift. One of the things that we think you should do is go from being on offense to being on defense. You know, when you're building and you're, you're saving and you're investing, you can be more aggressive, you know, you can, you can, because you've got wages to, to fall back on and all that kind of stuff. But as, uh, as you go into retirement, you're now drawing from your money. You're not adding to it uh, in most cases. And uh, so suddenly protecting what you've got becomes more important in growing what you've got, in our opinion. And so we have an investment principle that says that growth is important, but protection of principle is even more important. We have another investment principle that says take only as much risk as is necessary to accomplish your financial goals. So we want to push our clients down to the least amount of risk that they can take and still have a, a high degree of, of probability that they'll accomplish their financial goals. All of those things are because we want your money to last as long as you do. You take too much risk, you increase the chances that you're not going to have your money last as long as you do. And so we want to, we want to do that all for you. Now, one of the things that, uh, you know, and, and far be it from me to, uh, to brag about anything because I'm not a, uh, that kind of a person. I, I never talk about myself, as you guys know. But uh, I thought I'd mention to you that Forbes recently named us one of the top 100 uh, financial advi wealth advisors, should I say. Um, and, uh, you know, without our clients, we know we'd be nowhere. So your clients, we give, we put that, uh, we give that one to you. Uh, so thank you, guys. Um, I want to talk with you now about, uh, it's relatively recent, the, the, the Roth 401k. Uh, the Roth IRA has been around for a while, but it's the newer version, I would say, of the, of the old traditional IRA. So Business Insider um, interviewed me, um, and uh, they, wanted, they asked for my input on both the Roth IRAs and the Roth 401ks. 
And so let me start off with setting the stage. And let me talk about, and by the way, if you want to go to our website we have, and subscribe to this show, our podcast is growing phenomenally. I'm, I'm just amazed by, you, you know, for those of you who, uh, who, who are not subscribed, you can have this show downloaded to your device. Go, go to any of the major streaming services and subscribe to the show. And while you're at it, get five of your friends to do it too. We have a goal of 100,000 uh, subscribers a year from now, and uh, we've got about 20,000 right now, and it's remarkable how fast it's going. Uh, you can be one of them and help with the cause. Um, and also our website, uh, rpoa.com, is where you can do that. Or you can, uh, subs- uh, you can go and watch videos and, po- and listen to podcasts and uh, read articles about retirement planning as well. Our website is rpoa.com. So anyway, let's go back to what is the difference between a Roth uh, 401k and a Roth IRA? Well, both of them uh, are funded with after-tax contributions. So the traditional IRA and the traditional 401k, when you made a contribution, you got a tax deduction for doing that in in, in most cases. However, the Roth IRA, you get no tax deduction for doing that. So basically, it means that those dollars are going in after tax. Okay. Now, why would you want to do that? Well, the reason is, is because you have the ability to grow the money inside of those accounts tax-free. And you can take it out tax-free starting at age 59 and a half. So you'll have a tax-free source of uh, money for the rest of your life once you are retired in a Roth IRA. In the traditional IRA, you pay taxes as you take it out. So it's the, the choice of one over the other is when do you want to pay the tax? Do you want to pay it now or do you want to pay it when you're retired and you're drawing it out to live on? And that's the crux of the decision. Okay. Now, both 401ks and uh, the, the Roth 401k, the, the real advantage there is there are no income limits. Okay, with the Roth IRA, you're limited to uh, uh, the, uh, f- uh, the contribution you can make as an individual. But if you do it in your 401k, you can actually give up to $19,500. And if you're over 50, there's a $6,500 catch-up. The other thing that you can do is you can borrow up to 50% of your Roth 401k's balance. Now, I don't recommend that. That should be absolutely your last resort. Somebody put a gun to your head and made you do it. Otherwise, do not ever borrow money, in my view, uh, especially when you are retired. You should have no debt, and we've talked about that on previous shows. Uh, also, one of the things that you can do is uh, that you're, you may have a, 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 an employer that is uh, matching your contributions. Now, if they do, the matching contributions that the employer puts in are not Roth contributions, they're going to contribute it to a traditional 401k. All right. So it means that the money that your company puts in, if you start taking it out later, it's going to be taxable to you. You can't have a Roth company contribution under current law. So what's wrong with the Roth 401k? Well, there are required minimum distributions once you reach the age of 72 or you pay penalties. Uh, The exception to this, if you're still working uh, and you're not a 5% owner of the plan. So if you're still working, then you can you can uh, you don't have to take required distributions, but once you're not working, you do have to do that. Roth IRAs have all the similar uh, uh, benefits that I just described, except the limitations are smaller. The amount of money you can put in is less. But how do you decide which way to go? As I said, if you're going to be in a higher bracket today than you will be when you are retired, then maybe doing the traditional IRA is better because you're getting a deduction on your higher income today and you're paying taxes on your lower income later. Now, if the reverse is true, if you anticipate that in the future you'll be in a higher bracket than you are today or taxes will be higher, safe bet, I would say, uh, then what would happen is the Roth might be a better solution for you. So how do you decide on all of this? 
Talk to a professional about it. Don't, these are the kind of things, you don't want to make these decisions by yourself in a vacuum. And, uh, you know, so I want to make you an offer. If you go to our website, which is rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. If you go to rpoa.com, you can click on meet with an advisor. And if you do that, then we'll schedule a time with you uh, either virtually or in person, that's your choice. Uh, we'll go over with you. Uh, we'll, we'll help you build a retirement cash flow plan. We'll look at uh, the sources of income you have, your expenses. We'll tell you if you can retire or not. We'll tell you how long your money will last based on our projections. We'll do all of that with you. We'll also help you to decide if it's better to do a Roth IRA or not, if it's better to do a Roth 401k or not. We'll look at social security decisions. We'll help you with your income taxes. We'll build a plan with you. We'll do it together, and we'll not. And, and this will be at no charge or obligation. Now, if we can help you, that is just fantastic. We're so happy. But if we cannot, we'll tell you that too. And either way, no charge, no obligation, and we will part friends. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And Bogey is right. It is absolutely that, the beginning of a beautiful friendship. So we'd love to be friends with you and help you if we can. So our website is rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about why should you delay taking Social Security? Stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayfe. And, uh, you know, we consider your retirement your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to go play. We want you to have fun. And uh, we want your money to last as long as you do. We want you to have financial peace of mind. If we can accomplish all of that, boy, have we done a good thing. I feel good. <laughs> and, and yes. And uh, recently, Financial Times, uh, actually twice named us one of the top 300 uh, advisory firms. And, uh, you know, while we are very flattered by that, it's without our clients, we'd be nowhere. And so uh, you clients, we love you. We thank you. You are beloved and you are most value valued. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we talk about with clients uh, very often is uh, social security. That's probably the number one topic we talk about. And, uh, you know, on our website, it's rpoa.com. We have lots of articles. We have podcasts and videos about Social Security planning and strategies and all of that. So if you want to go to our website, it's rpoa.com, and you can find that. Also, um, I'm on a mission. I want to get as many people listening to the show as possible. And the reason why, you know, is because the more people have ideas that they can use to benefit themselves during their retirement, the better our society will be, the better our country will be. And I feel like that's a, a good thing. Okay, now if some of those become clients, that's a good thing too, but that's not my primary motivation. So I encourage you, if you're not subscribing to the show, to do so. You can, go, you can go to any of the streaming services and subscribe to the podcast, or you can do it on our website, rpoa.com. And while you're at it, ask five of your friends to do it too. Let's make this a movement. Let's make this a wave. We'd like to have at least 100,000 people listening to this podcast and hopefully benefiting from it. So rpoa.com is our website. So one of the questions that I've been asked quite a bit lately, it seems like, is uh, why should I delay claiming Social Security? And the question comes from the mathematical fact, which is that the way Social Security is designed is that it is designed to pay you the same amount of money in terms of actual total dollars, regardless of when you start. Okay, So if you start when you're 62, th then what they do is they pay you less but they figure out what your life expectancy is, and they say, okay, over your lifetime, we want to pay you the same amount of dollars. So the total dollars you're going to get are going to be the same. But if you start sooner, then what are they going to do? They're going to pay you less every month so that the total dollars over your life expectancy be, are, is the same. Now, if you start when you're 66, they'll pay you more. But guess what? 
They'll pay, they figure they're going to pay you for fewer years now because you're older. And if you wait till you're 70, it's the same thing. They'll pay you even more, and therefore, but they're figuring you're not going to live as long, and they're not going to have to pay you as long. So really, the mathematics of it are that it's the same amount of total dollars you're going to get regardless of when you get it, when you start, rather. So therefore, the question becomes, well, then why delay? Well, most people don't live an average life, okay? That's the thing. <coughs> Pardon me. So delaying claiming is generally the better bet for two reasons. The first is that by delaying, you will lock in a permanently increased benefit for the rest of your life. Okay, you're going to receive fewer checks. That's true. But you will have more income in your older age than you would if you started earlier. We kind of think of this as longevity insurance, okay, or insurance against growing poor in your old age. The second reason is applies if you're married. And the reason why is because there's a there's what's called a survivor benefit. And the survivor benefit depends on two things. The decedent when the decedent took their benefits and when the widow or widower claims the survivor benefit. So in other words, if you delay getting your benefits till 70 and your spouse survives you, then your spouse will get your 70-year-old your benefit, which is the highest that they can get. So it's almost like a, a life insurance thing or a, a survivor benefit thing. So, and that will help your, your spouse who survives you to have their money last longer than it would if they got a lower income. So those are the reasons why claiming Social Security later is a good idea. Now, everybody, yes, and, and very logical, Mr. Spock, but everybody is very different. And therefore, what I want to offer you is if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com, and you click on meet with an advisor. One of the things we'll do with you is our, our, our uh, retirement planners and our advisors are, are trained in Social Security. They're trained in Medicare, and uh, they can help you to navigate the complexity of all of this stuff. So they can help you to make, uh, you know, to inform decisions. And we can look at when and how, depending on your age, if you're married, your income disparities, your health, all those kind of things play into the decision. And we want to help you make that decision. But we don't want to only do that. Social Security does not operate in a vacuum. We got to look at the entirety of your of your financial life. You know, how much income do you have? When are you going to retire? All those kind of things we want to help you with. So our website is rpoa.com. Go there, click on meet with an advisor. We'd love to help you if we can. If we can't, we'll tell you that too. There's no charge or obligation and we'll part friends regardless. Okay? So I don't know how to say I thank you except I thank you. Well, Frankie, you are welcome. So rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break and when we come back, we're going to talk about how to prepare for the next bear market. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. And uh, we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning, so we work with the most wonderful people in the entire universe. And those are people who are retired or retiring soon. If you're within five years of retirement or you're in that first five years of your retirement, if you're in that decade, we believe that is the single most important decade of your entire financial life. Wow! Wow is right. And the reason why I say that is because there is a financial planning term that is very well documented and researched and there are many papers that have been written about it and it's called sequential risk. Sequential risk means when is the worst possible time to take a big loss in your investments? And the answer is at the beginning of your retirement or just before it. Because if you do that, 
then the chances of your money lasting as long as you do, which, by the way, is a very important goal of ours. It's like a prime directive, if you will, um, is to have your money last as long as you do. Okay, Call us crazy, but that's what we want to have happen for you. And so taking big losses is something that you need to, in our view, to avoid that, that uh, sequential risk is, is very, very important. So Recently, Inc. Uh, Inc. Magazine named our firm one of the 5,000 fastest-growing companies in the United States. Actually, they've done that twice now. And uh, I think one of the reasons for that is that people who are within the, in that decade, uh, and there's lots of you. There's apparently, there's like 10,000 per day that are coming into that, that uh, demo. Um, our message of invest and protect, our message of having your money last as long as you do, of protecting what you've spent your lifetime accumulating and building and scrimping and saving and sacrificing for is a good idea, and, and it resonates with you, and you think, yeah, I, I agree with that, and uh, I think that that's a, a big reason for it. So this, uh, what I want to talk with you about is the notion that protecting what you have is so important. So let me go over with you. Uh, Donald Rumsfeld, who was the Secretary of Defense um, years ago, um, he said something about when you go to war, there are three things. There's the known known, there's the known unknown, and there's the unknown unknown. And I've talked about this on the show in previous show, uh, shows on how that applies to our investments. The known known, I would say, is all the stuff that people are hand-wringing and, and having anxiety about right now. We know about inflation. We know about the supply chain. We know about the labor shortages. We know about the, the Fed. I mean, we know all this stuff. And the known known is not what usually is going to cause the big bad bear. It's not what's going to cause the market to crash. And the evidence of that is despite all of these things, we've seen the Dow and the S&P hit new all-time highs practically every week now. So that's your evidence. The known known is not the thing to worry about. You got Most people have adjusted for that and are taking care of it. So let's go to the second one, the known unknown. So here's where I'm going to kind of veer off because I kind of had this, uh, this uh, idea this morning to talk with you about, which is let's bring hurricanes into this picture. And uh, the, the way I'm going to couch it is that financial hurricanes, but I'm going to use the hurricane analogy. So let's say that you live in the Gulf of Mexico. And uh, you're right on the beach. And what do you know about every season? What is the known unknown in that? There are going to be hurricanes. You know that. There's going to be a hurricane next year. I'd be willing to bet that. Okay? And the year after that. And the one after that. There are going to be hurricanes. So that's the known. But it's unknown from the standpoint of we don't know when it's going to come. We don't know where it's going to hit. We don't know the severity of it. We don't know any of that. So it's a known unknown. And when it comes to our financial world and our investments, what's the known unknown? Well, if I were to survey everybody listening to this show and say, what do you think the probability that we're going to have another bear market, another market crash, another big down in the market? What do you think the probability is that that's going to happen between now and the rest of your life? Now, I've asked that at our seminars, and what I have, everybody in the room says, 100%. Right? There's always one person that, you know, that doesn't, but generally speaking, it's 100% probability. So this is a known unknown. We all believe that it's going to happen. So therefore, if you believe that it's going to happen, then why don't you prepare for it? Now, if we knew exactly when the hurricane's going to hit, 
if we knew where it was going to hit and we knew how severe it was going to be, I would say that what would happen is there would be no loss of life. Because if we knew that with certainty, everybody would leave and there'd be no loss of life. There'd be some destruction, but there'd be no loss of life. Well, that is the known known. So the known unknown is you prepare for that hurricane because if it comes, you want to be ready. You want to protect people from that. You want to have an escape plan. You want to have a plan to protect your life and get the heck out of there so that you don't get killed in the, in the hurricane. And people who live on the Gulf, they live with that thought and they know to do that. I'm amazed that in the investment world, it seems like that doesn't happen. And I would venture to say that many of you listening to this show have no plan for this known unknown. If you believe there's going to be a bear market, it's going to be severe and it's going to be bad, then why aren't you doing something to plan against that? Now, in our firm, we believe you should. We have a strategy we call invest and protect. And this strategy is designed to get our clients out of the, their equities, out of the market, and go into cash when the alarm bells are, are, are going off, when the hurricane sirens are sounding. Now, if the hurricane doesn't hit us, was it a bad idea to take shelter? No. It's still a good idea. In fact, I would say it's irresponsible not to take shelter if the sirens are going off and you just stay there and, and then you, know, you get crushed. That's the secondary. The first thing is seek safety. And so that's why we have a strategy to address that. Now, the last thing is the unknown unknown. So the unknown unknown, it means that something comes along that we did not even, we, we didn't know it was going to happen. And those are usually the things that cause the worst bear markets. Okay, so the, the dot-com crash, very few people anticipated that that was going to happen. I mean, in retrospect, it was pretty easy. You could have guessed it, but in, while it was happening, difficult. The credit crisis, the, start, the 2008, very few people saw that coming. After the fact, well, it's obvious that that happened. Well, everything in 2020 hindsight, right? But going into it, the pandemic, did anybody see the pandemic coming? Very few people did. So those are the things that really take down the markets and cause you to lose a lot of money and can derail your retirement, can derail your ability to retire. So again, what do you do about the unknown unknown? You prepare for it. You have a plan. And the beauty about the unknown unknown is, in our view, it doesn't matter because what it's going to do is going to take the market down. And if you have a strategy to address that, then you should be able to mitigate that damage. And we believe that it's very important. So if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, go to our website, attend. We have seminars coming up on retirement planning that take into account from A to Z in our view, including protecting yourself. Our, our seminars are at no charge. They're designed for those of you that are over 50 who are retired or retiring soon. So go to rpoa.com and, uh, and, and attend our seminars, and we'll uh, look forward to having you as an attendee. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about do you need a living trust or not? So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. Um, and uh, we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And if you're in that demo, then you are about to embark on what we call your second childhood without parental supervision. Just imagine that. And uh, our job as we see it is to facilitate that, whatever that means to you. You know, I was talking to a client and he said uh, the thing he wants to do is volunteer with charities. If, if that's your second childhood, then so be it. If you want to perfect your golf game, if you want to spend time spoiling your grandchildren, you want to go on cruises, whatever your second childhood represents to you, we want to help facilitate that. We want your money to last as long as you do. And while you are doing all that second childhood stuff, we want you to have financial peace of mind. Because, you know, if you remember back when you were a little kid, 
and you were sitting there on the grass with looking up at the sky with your best friend and you're looking at the clouds and you're saying, you know, is that a, a bear or is that a, a, you know, a cow or whatever? Um, were you worrying about interest rates and inflation and what the Fed was doing and whether the Dow was going to be up or down or not? Heck no. You were, you were enjoying your first childhood, but it was with parental supervision. Well, just uh, we want to do that for you. We want to facilitate your peace of mind so you don't have to worry about all this stuff. Let us do it for you. Our website is rpoa.com. You can subscribe to this uh, podcast, by the way. Our goal is to have 100,000 or more uh, subscribers. We're growing by about 1,000 a week. But you know what? After a year, that only puts us at about 70,000. So we need another 30. So I want you to subscribe. And I want you to get five of your friends to subscribe as well. They can benefit from this show, I think. You'll be doing them a favor. Uh, but you'll also be able to enjoy the show at your convenience whenever you'd like. So we, we you can subscribe on any of the streaming major streaming services. And uh, it's free, of course. So this is the part of the show where we talk about uh, estate planning. Planning. We talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And of course, that's called estate planning. And uh, so this week, I want to talk with you about what I think is the most uh, oversold, underneeded estate planning document around ever devised by lawyers, should I say. And that's uh, what, I th what is called the uh, living trust. So we're going to talk about uh, do you need a living trust, uh, what, who needs it, what should you do, and all that kind of stuff. So, But before we do it, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty I'd be a millionaire and of course, that is Tony Bennett with Rags to Riches. And you know, the estate taxes, probate, all that kind of stuff is designed to do the exact opposite. It's designed to take you from riches to rags, and we do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time, we have our estate tip of the week. So this week, we're going to talk about living trusts. So let's set the stage, as we always like to do. So we're all on the same page. First of all, what is a living trust? In its simplest terms, in my view, a living trust is essentially a will substitute, okay? It does, it does everything that your will does, okay, except it does a few other things. But basically, it's your will. So what it does is it says, this is who gets it, this is when they get it, this is how they get it. You know, it kind of establishes all of that. So it's basically just like your will. But what does it also do? Well, essentially, one of the, thing, one of the main reasons— to have a living trust is to avoid probate because probate in, in many states can be very expensive, time-consuming, and people are not in a frame of mind to have to deal with courts and lawyers and all this kind of stuff when they've just lost you or your, or your spouse. So this is not a good time for them. And so you can essentially pre-probate your estate. So once you put your assets into the living trust, then it's pre-probated. So upon your death, it's all been done already. No, there's no changing of anything. All you do is change the trustee, and you've already named who that is, and it's done. So nobody knows where all your stuff is better than you, and so you can organize it and do, do everybody a favor. So that's the main reason. Let me tell you what a living trust does not do. Number one, it does not save you one thin dime of income taxes. It has your Social Security number. It's you. So everything flows right through you and in, onto your tax return. There's no tax, no income tax savings. 
The other thing I've heard is that you, it protects you from liability if somebody sues you or whatever. No, it does not. Again, it's you. So there is no protection from lawsuits or bankruptcy or anything like that. It doesn't do any of that. The other thing I've heard, which is kind of partially true but actually not, is that it can save you on estate taxes. Now, the reason why it can save you on estate taxes is because in your living trust, you can put language in there about you know taking advantage of your estate tax exemption and creating trust and all of that kind of stuff. But guess what, kids? You can do that with your will. You don't need a living trust to do that. So really, in my view, there's only two reasons to have a living trust. One is you want to avoid probate, and that only applies to those of you who have really complicated estates and you have stuff in different states and all that. And for most of you, that's not a situation. And then secondly is if you want to keep your stuff private. Because a will is basically, it's like a, it's like a library uh, book at the library. You can go down to the courthouse, and you can essentially read other people's wills if you're so inclined. Uh, it's just like you take it out like a reference book. So if you want to keep your stuff private, you don't, want, you don't want anybody to know what you left and who you left it to and all that kind of stuff, then a living trust would help you in that regard uh, in many cases. So... Most of you listen to the show do not le- need a living trust. Now, of course, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know what I'm talking about at all. So don't listen to any of the advice I just gave you. Erase everything you just heard <laughs> and talk to your attorney about it all first, okay? But uh, basically, that's, that's our view of living trust. They are appropriate. They can work. Uh, if you have uh, Brady Bunch families, for example, where you have you know, a married couple that have their own separate kids, kind of unusual situations like that. A living trust can help. Now, if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, go to our website. We have tons of stuff about uh, estate planning. We have videos, articles, podcasts. Also, attend our seminar. We have a seminar on retirement planning. If, you, if you're over 50, you need to watch that, in my view, and learn about uh, Social Security strategies, income tax strategies, all that kind of stuff, and uh, lots of information on our website. It's rpoa.com. Well, you know what? This show's over already. I cannot believe how fast it's gone. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed Enjoyed making it for you. We'll see you next week, same time, same channel. Bye bye, everybody. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Murray or MMWKM Advisors, LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.